This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. The book is The First Kennedys, The Humble Roots of an American Dynasty. The author is Neil Thompson. Seventy-five years ago, John F. Kennedy won his first election. That one to represent his home state in Massachusetts in Congress. For many of us, the Kennedy legend began there with JFK, or perhaps his father, family patriarch Joe Kennedy. But in truth, the Kennedy saga began a full two generations earlier, under a very different set of circumstances. In this book, The First Kennedys, The Humble Roots of an American Dynasty, journalist and author Neil Thompson introduces us to the Kennedy family that came to these shores fleeing the Irish potato famine in the 1840s. Ultimately, it was a poor widowed grocer named Bridget who raised her four fatherless children in an East Boston tenement, displaying traits that would later become Kennedy family hallmarks. Tenacity, social acumen, the willingness to take a calculated risk, and a commitment to helping others. Within a few generations, the family evolved from loathsome invaders to one of the most powerful and beloved families in U.S. history. Neil Thompson is a journalist and the author of five highly acclaimed books, including A Curious Man, PBS American Experience documentary, Ripley, believe it or not, Driving with the Devil, and Kick Flip Boys. A former newspaper reporter, he's written for the New York Times, the Washington Post, Esquire, Outside, Vanity Fair, the Wall Street Journal, Oprah.com, and more. Uh, he has appeared on The Daily Show, The History Channel, PBS, ESPN, BBC, and other outlets as well. Makes his home in Seattle. Happy to have Neil Thompson join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Neil, welcome to this program. Thanks for the intro, Steve, and uh, happy to be here. Good to talk to you. So what led you to the first Kennedys? You know, uh, you, you sort of alluded to uh, something that uh, initially triggered my interest in this book, and it's the, the fact that this family that we know of as the capital K Kennedys, you know, the, the saga of Camelot and America's royal family and all that, most people think of it starting... Uh, with Joe Kennedy, JFK's father, RFK's father, sort of, you know, the the patriarch of that family, wildly ambitious and successful and flawed and all these things. And, you know, so much has been written about him and about the 20th century Kennedys. But what I wanted to do with this book, Steve, was to go back and dig a little bit deeper and find out where did they really come from? What, what, uh, who were the first to come to America? What was life like for them when they got here? What was the real backstory, the origin story of this famous family? Um, I got started on it many years ago, or at least the idea got, uh, the seed got planted many years ago when, as a journalist, I covered uh, JFK Jr.'s death back in 1999, was part of the you know, horde of reporters up there at Hyannisport, staking out the Kennedy compound, waiting for information, and uh, something about that, uh, that episode and discovering just how much that family still meant to us, that's what got the ball rolling for me, and it took many fits and starts uh, along the way to, to figure out how to tell this story and how to tell something fresh, uh, a, a new take on the Kennedy saga. You know, many consider JFK's father, family patriarch Joe, as the person with whom the Kennedy story begins. You believe it's vital to go back two more generations to Joe's grandparents, Patrick and Bridget, and why? Well, I think part of it is I think Joe Kennedy gets too much credit for being the creator of that entire family and and the source of um, many of the traits that we see in subsequent generations of that family. I thought it was important to not necessarily debunk the Joe story, but to add some more context to it and show that, um, 
he he came from a family that started in this country with nothing. Um, you know, the stories about his uh, grandparents, Bridget and Patrick, uh, you know, poor Irish immigrants coming to America, as you said, during the potato famine of the 1840s that devastated their homeland of Ireland um, and, and prompted them to, to seek out a new life in a, in a land that, as it turns out, didn't want their kind, didn't want poor Irish refugees coming to, in their case, Boston. Um, and, and so the, the story to me became more interesting as I learned just how humbly their, uh, their, their origins in, in America really began, truly with nothing. Um, and also what I wanted to do is bring to life Bridget. Bridget Kennedy, this uh, sort of the overlooked matriarch of this whole family who's been mostly forgotten uh, as really being the start of the whole thing. So you had to overcome the unique challenges posed by tracking such run-of-the-mill names across an ocean, and a century and a half later, what was your research process like for this book? Yeah, it really was uh, a, a bit of a, a mystery project, uh, or, you know, solve, trying to solve a mystery. Um, a lot of detective work, um, as you said, you know, Bridget, a very common name in Ireland, as was her husband, Patrick, two of the most common names. So digging through old records and trying to find my Bridget and my Patrick uh, created a lot of challenges. But I I ended up relying pretty heavily not only on genealogical records, some of whom were more recently released and shed some new light on this part of the family story, um, but also on, on newspaper stories from back in the 1800s about, um, you know, what life was like for uh, Irish immigrants like the Kennedys. Um, I also um, got access to what's known as the P.J. Kennedy Papers at the JFK Library in Boston. Uh, P.J. was the son of the only surviving son of Bridget and Patrick, and uh, those letters really shed a lot of light not only on his life and his career as a politician and businessman, but also on the lives of his parents as he sort of uh, uh, continues to try to be a helpful son of immigrants and useful as a politician and businessman during his time. So there was a lot of different uh, angles that I came at this story from uh, and tried to bring to life what the experience was like for the early Kennedys, uh, and again, in a country that really didn't want their kind. Neil, what surprised you the most going through P.J. Kennedy's private papers? You know, there are a couple things. I guess one is... uh, I'm intrigued by the the through line of whiskey and liquor uh, through the first decades of this uh, family in America. Uh, His father, Patrick, was a barrel maker, uh, started out working at a brewery in in, uh, Ireland, learning to make barrels for whiskey and beer. He took that skill with him to America. Patrick dies uh, 10 years after coming to America when PJ was just an infant, leaving Bridget alone with her four kids. Uh, But Bridget later uh, rose from maid to hairdresser to grocery store owner. uh, And at the grocery store, she sold some liquor on the side as well. Then when PJ gets into business, he's a successful saloon keeper. He eventually has a a hugely influential career as a a politician in in Boston, Um, but he started out as a liquor man, as a liquor retailer, bartender, Um, and then later you see Joe Kennedy getting involved in the liquor business as well. So uh, uh, liquor money played a hugely important role in that in that family during almost a century, uh, starting with Bridget and Patrick. But there are other things in the P.J. Kennedy papers that fascinated me. Um, later, we think of Joe Kennedy as being just sort of brash and 
wildly ambitious and power hungry and and uh, at times just not a good person um you know unfaithful to his wife and and these other things pj kennedy was a good guy uh he really cared about his constituents when he was an elected official he really cared about his neighbors he cared about fellow irish and incoming immigrants and you see this reflected in the pj kennedy papers where he was always working to help out those in need. And I think you see those traits uh, trickle down through subsequent generations of that family who also showed uh, a concern for those who had less. We're chatting with Neil Thompson. His book is The First Kennedys, The Humble Roots of an American Dynasty. In 1888, P.J. and Mary Hickey, who had married the previous year, welcomed their first child, Joseph Patrick. Uh, While Joe played up his rag-to-riches rise across his life, Neil, he rarely acknowledged his immigrant roots. Was that from a lack of knowledge or a preference to forget it? I think, Steve, it's the the latter for the most part. Uh, And I think, you know, it was not uncommon for, uh, in his case, second-generation Irish kid to, you know, kind of turn their backs on the, the the gritty past from which they came he, you know in Joe's case he was again so ambitious really wanted to be taken seriously uh you know goes to Harvard go you know gets involved in stocks and gets involved in other businesses through throughout the early decades of his career starts making films he wanted to be a legitimate successful businessman and he didn't want to be thought of as coming from humble irish roots um, you, you know, he says at various times, I'm an American. I was born in this country. What does it take to be an American here? I'm not Irish-American. I'm not hyphenated. Um, and so in his case, I think he didn't want to be uh, uh, s- sort of s- s- sullied by, um, you know, the, the, the stories of the old sod and the stories of, uh, you know, his grandmother and living in a tenement uh, apartment in, in East Boston. He wanted to be uh, he wanted to be part of the Brahmin class uh, that that you know for his grandparents they were they were the class that looked down on the Irish immigrants. So he wanted to I guess show them that he was one of them that he could make it like they could. Um, so yeah, I think he at times would would hint at uh, being the son of a saloon keeper, um, but wouldn't give full credit to. Um, you know, the risks that his father and grandparents took and the successes that they achieved despite all the forces that were aligned against them. So what is it about the Kennedy family, so fabled and remote in many ways, that has cultivated such familiarity and fondness? You know, I I think the tragedies that have befallen that family uh, have helped us or inspired us to sort of line up on, on, on their side of things. Like we... We have rooted for them um, and then watched them get hit by just hardship after hardship. Um, and so I think theirs is in many ways, you know, a truly American story. And I think we've always rooted for them to be America's royal family for a period they were. Um, you know, they were beautiful, they were successful, they were stylish, they were wealthy. They sort of represented what, uh, in my view, what a poor immigrant family can eventually achieve. Um, you know, they represent the American dream, the success of the American immigrant story. Um, and, uh, you know, these days, I don't know what that means for the Kennedys. You know, uh, we, 
you mentioned JFK's election to Congress 75 years ago, but now uh, in Congress we have no longer have a Kennedy serving. Uh, the first time that that's been the case in decades. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if anything about that family dynasty and our love for that family uh, endures, or or if we might be uh, seeing the, the 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 slow fade out. The book is The First Kennedys. The author is Neil Thompson. The First Kennedys, The Humble Roots of an American Dynasty. Neil, thank you so much for joining me. Really enjoyed that. Thank you so much, Steve. And this is Speaking of Writers.